Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Don't call for me, don't want it. Well, boom, shaka, lucky, yo, here come the chief rocker, rock it down. So jump off up the tip, you're not my knucker. For the sharp type of battle pick, the people say, ooh, ah, I think I won't curse. Well, I'm the football rambler. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the football ramble. Yes, yes, it is me, Flavour and all that. Pete's here. That was involving, Marcus. Luke's here. At some point, those intros are going to be the whole show. (laughs) (laughs) Just getting longer and longer. I welcome that day. All right. Jim? (laughs) Hello. Yes. Um, It's always something to fall back on, isn't it, the old rap career? Um, Now, Zlatan's been um, a bit active on the Twitter sphere of late, hasn't he? Has he? I don't think it's him, is it? <laughs> is it not? Mm. Mm, allegedly. Although there was one good one that kicked it all off, and then he's gone a bit crazy. But he said... Uh, he's Remained he, a bit crazy. Yeah, well, he said, Hi, at Twitter. For tomorrow, Zlatan needs more than 140 characters. Please change rules for Zlatan. Hashtag dare to Zlatan. Um, I'm over it. Mm. I'm over him. A shark has been jumped. That said, you can buy T-shirts still on the footballramble.com. <laughs> So and you feel should, free. And you, do. And you should. Do. So feel free. Yeah, yeah. We've been yeah. selling T-shirts about Zlatan for like three years. Yeah, we? exactly. So allow, like, give us money to allow us to get over stuff. They've become <laughs> actually become retro now, haven't they? Because they're from back when it was funny. So yeah. if anything, there's more reason to buy them. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Well, I'm going to ask you, what's your favourite arrogant act from a footballer or manager, Jim? Well, I'm going to go with with Zlatan. Yeah. Um, cast your minds back. Or your mind specifically, Marcus. Maybe a year ago, two years ago, you yourself, you're in Italy, you're in some bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zlatan himself <laughs> is in there. Uh-huh. You, you somehow have, have a connection to someone who can speak to him. She goes up to him and says, mm. "Oh, my friends are big fans of yours." And he says something. I'm paraphrasing, but if I remember rightly, along the lines of, "Whatever, of course they are." Is that right? <laughs> well, that's not quite. Yeah, yeah, you're on the right lines there. Um, my friend, uh, my, myself, and friend of the ramble, Lawrence McKenna, were uh, were in the Armani Club, and uh, we were surrounded by Rash- Russian uh, fashion designers. And uh, uh, that one Which in particular, is, you know, should be pointed out, is just kind of like a normal weekend for Marcus. Yeah, whatevs. And, uh, <laughs> and there was uh, there was a Venezuelan. That one, she was Venezuelan, the, the fashion designer, and she went over to, to Zlatan and she went, "Oh, we got some fans of yours from England," and he just went, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> and had a look around, then and off he went. Yeah, arrogant. I'm, I'm Team Zlatan on that one. I am as yeah. well. And I was, if I, I, I didn't want him to come over. I thought uh, that's well, enough. I spoil the myth. Exactly. I'll mm. wait for Twitter to do that. Damn right, <laughs> Luke. <laughs> um, I had a little think about this. As you guys can probably remember, last week I disgraced myself on the opening question. <laughs> Couldn't really think. Yeah, of that was a really low yeah. point in I don't your know where ramble Vito came from. <laughs> um, and I thought about. The time that Alan Brazil asked to if I want if, if I wanted to sign Perry Groves' autobiography, <laughs> which is quite an arrogant thing. Alan Brazil yeah. technically was a footballer, but I, I think what I'll do instead is go for anything Paul Lintz has ever done. <laughs> Fair. 
Um, I like the fact that Tom Ince is good is just his sperm being arrogant. He takes credit for that every day. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the same way you know. Well, when... That's just my jizz, isn't it? It's well, just my grown-up jizz. <laughs> we'll come on to this in a minute, I'm sure. Jizz. But when, when David Myler had butted the corner flag, <laughs> somewhere Alan Pardew was like taking credit for that. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't he? Yeah. Um, but Paul Ince, um, the, the, the classic one is at the end of the day, the referee can say he sent off Paul yeah, Ince yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell his kids he set off points, and yeah. I think that really does crown. Um, the the arrogance of the man in general. But I, mean, I think it was his grandchildren. Was it? So it would, it would be a story that would uh, well, go really down the generation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not a classic one, is it, really? <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll just go for anything Paul Ince has done. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. fine, that's fine. Pete? Yeah. Um, David Dunn, attempted Rabona, mm. flat on his backside. Yeah, you can't get that wrong. No. Yeah, it's an arrogant act. Yes, goodness could me. Could have just if crossed you, it in, couldn't they? If you couldn't do it, yeah. Yeah, it's okay, fair act. enough. Okay. He was literally... He wasn't literally hosted by his own petard. That would be madness. Why would you <laughs> have an explosive device on the field of play? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, he was. He was. He, he ruined his, his life, basically, from that point on. You, you can imagine, <laughs> yeah, in, so. in the morning, he was telling his wife, oh, it's a big match, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it, and his wife going, don't do it. Don't do it, David. <laughs> you're going gonna to mess David. it up, and everyone's going to see... And it's an important match. Well, but you're going to do it. At least and try it in training first. And, mm. <laughs> at least or at least in it. the garden. Yeah. If you do it nine times out of ten in the garden, yeah. do it. But it clearly <laughs> hadn't hadn't got to that kind of level of, of proficiency. He'd seen someone do it. He thought, "I'll have a go," mm. and he looked a bit silly. Mm. He did have a little laugh though, which is fair enough. Isn't well, it? that's worse if anything, isn't it? <laughs> is it? No, it'd be worse if he blamed his teammates. I'd like him to get. I'd like to. I prefer him to have got really annoyed about it <laughs> and after he subbed off. Or pretend he was injured. Ah, yeah. kick yeah. me on leg. Yeah, or just I don't know, gone over to the referee. Pulled his red card out of his pocket and just flicked his eye or something like that. <laughs> I sent myself off. There's a quite an arrogant thing a guy did when I was um, doing the university football team in the last year of uni. Mm. I, I'm not sure. Marcus probably knows this story. In the last year of uni, I was assistant oh, yeah, manager I know for, what you're the, say. for the first team at uni, and uh, we had this guy who was a good player. I'm not going to name him. I, I still love the fact that he, you were assistant manager at the uni good, football team. He was a good player. And um, one of our strikers was on a hat trick, and we got a penalty. Yeah. This, this kid was the penalty taker, and so we all said, you know, let him take it because he's on a hat trick. Mm. And by uh, the way, just before you say this, can I just say that this the fella concerned, right? You know me, I tend to sit on the fence, and I've got yeah. a nice job. He was an A one knobhead. Yeah, he was. Takes a lot for Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, cut long story short, we, we, we didn't let him have the penalty because the goal was on a hat trick. He didn't let score to complete his hat trick, and even after he scored, the guy who wanted to take the penalty was asking to be subbed off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming off. This is a disgrace. I can't believe you're. Treating me like this, sort of thing. I just like get back on the pit. <laughs> yeah, what's your one, Marcus? Sorry, cutting there. That's all right. Um, I really liked it when uh, it, Mourinho was in charge of Chelsea first time round, and they played Barcelona in the Champions League at the New Camp, I think. And he sat in the press conference and did that thing where he sits back in his chair, just knowing that he, he's um, about to deliver something good. And he went. These are how the teams are going to line up tomorrow. And he did the oh, Chelsea yeah. side, and then he named the whole Barcelona first eleven, which yeah. of course was the team that played yeah. the next day. I thought that was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> so big time. But could they not have changed it just to spite him? You'd have to be quite spiteful. Yeah, and, yeah but that's that. exactly it, isn't it? It's a mind game. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hashtag mind game. It's a hashtag mind <laughs> game. Wasn't that an old board game mind game? Something you could, like so that. So you could have, literally, ha- you could literally have Mourinho playing a mind game. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A good yeah. thought opportunity. Luke's got the points. Yes. I think it might be mind, mind trap, go. actually. Yeah. Mm, never mind. There we go. Um, right, let's move on to the FA Bloody Cup. Mm. 
full of magic beans. <laughs> um, my goodness, Jim. Any romance going around? Lots of romance. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the greatest result in recent history for Arsenal Football Club, <laughs> Manchester City <laughs> 1, Wigan 2. Oh, yes. They've done it again, haven't There they? is no excuse, Jim. <laughs> there is no excuse. And that's the terrifying thing. I think everyone's actually more scared of Wigan than they are of, of is, City. I think I actually think that... We've come undone against every team left in the competition <laughs> in an embarrassing way in recent years. Well, the, yeah. It's actually, it's been a while since Sheffield United have embarrassed us. Sorry. But they've, I've, I've, well, it's about time then, isn't it? they've done it in the past. Well, i tell you what, right, that Wigan result, is, it's, it's a bigger result than last year's final. No, it isn't. It is a re- bigger result. It isn't. They won the FA Cup. No, it's a more of them being no, the All right, yeah, or not. you're another knobhead. <laughs> um, uh, it's, it's a more surprising result than, than last yeah. year's final. They're, um, they're, they're a side who's obviously weaker than... Than last year, you would say on paper because they're a division lower, mm. and uh, and they were at Manchester City's home stadium. Yeah, and City <laughs> are better this season than they were last season. And, uh, Pete, were you happy with Perchino? I was happy with Perchino. I just nice to see him have a nice time. I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I mean, having utility s- scorer. Well, having said all that, you know, uh, we can have uh, kept some good players. You know, like Gomez and and uh, mm. Boyce McManaman, um, Scott Carson in goal. No, they haven't kept him, but he's. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me talk to there. you a bit about the Pellegrini hoodie. Yeah, to me, he looked like he had accidentally embarrassed one of his kids <laughs> at the, doing the school run a couple of days before, and he thought, you know what, I'll show him I'm all right. Tomorrow, I'm going to wear my hoodie, <laughs> and he went down under the hood, and he just made it worse. That was the that's why they lost. Really, it was yeah. uh, the manager was very self defeatist in a wearing that hoodie. Preposterous sartorial decision by yeah. anyone's by anyone's no, measure are we wearing a Rennie hat next that's that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ricky that. Hatton type hat yeah, yeah. yeah. he, he yeah. looked like a doctor on a home visit that he managed to get some blood down him or some vomit yeah and he's had to wear the claws of the person he yeah. was visiting yeah 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 <laughs> why do you know so much about this situation no but I know what Pete means <laughs> oddly with that Description. No, he, he just didn't look right. It, it also reminded me a bit of the film Meet the Parents when Ben Stiller's character loses his luggage and has to wear yeah. the girlfriend's younger brother's clothes. <laughs> yeah. And he's knocking around a hoodie and like baggy it, jeans it's all It's basically an ill fitting. It's too big. Yeah, an ill-fitting garm for somebody to put not it in of that age. Though, Marcus, if he had worn that on his day off, it would have been bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's a quarter final yeah. of an FA Cup. Just yeah, knocking around the house. It's still you catch sight of yourself in the mirror and think, no, you know what? I'm not comfortable a, even amongst myself. No. A televised quarter final. His <laughs> boss wants him to win five trophies or five whatever it is. Five trophies. Is his boss going to be happier than wearing that hoodie? Does that, say, does that say to his boss, don't worry, Gaffer, I've got this. Yeah. I mean business here. It doesn't. He yeah. says, I'm going skateboarding after football. Yeah. And you can come it, can if you, you want. What can I'm I saying is, look, shake, I'm taking a day off, <laughs> but on my day off, I've come down to watch the football. Yeah. I'm not really going to input anything. Don't yeah. worry, the but, boys, you know, it's Wigan. It's Wigan. We, the, the, you know, it, we, we're, we're fine. We'll Uwe be fine. Rosa we smashed them earlier on in the season. <laughs> Uwe Rosa didn't even do a team talk. He just nailed that hoodie up on the wall in the restaurant. <laughs> so that's how serious he's taking it. That is how much respect he's got for you. He's rolling up a bifter in that pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's about to do a, a, I don't know, a goofy ollie over the hoardings. <laughs> well, I tell you, but he's Ros- down the South Bank. Rosler would have been offended by that, mm. and he would have looked at it and gone, "Right, mm. we're going back three. Yeah. We're going back three. I'm not having this." Yeah, um, uh, yeah they played a, th- a three-four-two-one. I think it was the back three was superb, and again, Wigan got their tactics spot on against Manchester City, didn't they? Mm. Got their number. The front two went wide to kind of. Uh, uh, Cover the, the threat of the city city's fullbacks pushing on because that's what they do to teams. They just push on, mm. squeeze them, and, and just blow teams away at the Etihad. We've seen it a number of times this season, but it wasn't to be. And uh, they and scored more goals. 
Yeah, that's it. That's a vital part of winning any football match. But it was a great turn by Fortuna to win the penalty. Um, and Di Michaelis again. Yeah. yeah. He will, he will do that. I sort, of, <laughs> I sort of feel there's a thing going on where everyone's saying that Dean McCoy isn't very good. Yeah. So there's now a counter-revolutionary sort of th- way of thinking that says, oh, no, he is actually good. People yeah, who think yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. very good don't know anything about football. A bit like Owen Hargreaves yep. sort of thing. Yep. Yep. But actually, can I just put this to bed? He is shit. <laughs> <laughs> he is shit. And there's no question about that. <laughs> Maybe there's some sort of rule going on that's just not been made public where you have to have a player like that if you've got a big sugar daddy. Just to let you down. I hope so. Even I, up. I really, really hope so. It's the FIFA fair, fair player rules. Yeah, FIFA what? fair player rule. <laughs> what about? Um, uh, but uh, you mentioned Perch earlier. You know, he nipped in. But Cleesey, what was he doing? <laughs> yeah, that was very. That, to me, that is that was the actions of a man who doesn't normally play fullback. Yeah, but he does always play yeah. fullback. You know, Cleesey's right-footed. Oh, right. Blows my mind, that. He looked like... A, in that was he a bit of a Dennis Irwin, is he? Mm. In that particular oh, right. second, he looked no-footed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, th- I think the way that, um, so, uh, the way that uh, Man City played against Sunderland the week before, which we yeah. obviously witnessed, as a three-piece, and uh, <laughs> uh, they, they just kind of sleepwalked to that particular yeah. um, cup. And I think this this time, I think Wigan thought, no, we're not having that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. We've done this before. This is think, our cup. But do you think City <laughs> are uh, maybe tiring? Boyce on Jekyll was just... That might be the best oh. tackle I've ever seen. No, I've seen I can watch that for hours. Emerson Boyce, it was, it was um, the greatest block of all time. <laughs> there you go. Right there. This weekend. Put that, it down. The weekend had it. It was, it was so good that the commentator initially said, oh, and Jekko's missed it, he's fluffed his line sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it was only on the repo when you saw how well he did to, to get back there, you know. It was that, that was proper, like, you shall not pass sort of <laughs> yeah. stuff. When, yeah, when that... It, it was... It, what, the great thing for Wigan, of course, um, is that they're through, but it was just the fact that everything that needed to happen on the day. You get these results, don't you? That, look, look, OK, so let's use the League Cup final. Um, if, if that one that Tory hits, you know, into the top corner, it hits the bar, it's one of those ones you think, oh, it's on. Yeah. Everything's going to align for this to happen. The referee indecisions have to go your way. The tactics work. You get the breaks. They make mistakes. You take your chances. It all lined up for Wigan, and mm-hmm. my goodness, they took it. Um, but you have to take it. We've see, we see teams uh, in cup competitions in particular where where things are going their way and there's just a little error or perhaps they lack well, that, that Clichy, quality. Clichy had, I mean, from what I saw, Clichy had an OK game. He yeah. didn't play too badly, but, that but, particular, but the chance but that's was the taken. Moment. That's the moment. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you play OK yeah. and you do that because that's the, that's the difference. Which is why when um, Fortuna should have played McLean in at 2-1, Mm. And he just shot wildly over the bar. Yeah, you yeah. thought because because uh, City had scored, Nazri had scored, and you thought, oh, here they come. And then they had a chance, a good chance to put their man in for three one, and he failed mm-hmm. to do that. And you, you thought, oh no, and... this is and is that going to be one of those moments? It's, it's, it City almost come back feels like think, a narrative begins to unfold. Exactly, yeah, but it, but it didn't I, happen. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was a lack of respect to us at Wigan because I thought Man City were as professional as they could be yeah. when they've got. Him with the ponytail in the side, but, <laughs> but I, I do think it was a bit of a, a dozy performance from them. I, don't, I think they could have uh, raised their game, and they need to. You know, yeah. it's coming at the end of the season. Yeah, mm. they Bad they almost the, when they won the league, they didn't you know do it with any sort of um, plum or verve. Really, they, right. they need to start putting performances together if they if they want to um, be title contenders. Yeah, from indeed. Wigan's point of view, though, they're in really good form, and, we, and it, it was. Remember, we saw Watford go two and <coughs> up at the Etihad in the mm. FA Cup. Yeah, was it the FA Cup as well? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, and 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 um, 
They didn't. Of course, Man City <laughs> turned the screw and ended up running out sort of quite handy winners. But that was also because Watford did, had an air of a team that couldn't quite believe what was happening. Whereas well, that, that's were another a lot day. More yeah. Focus, weren't mm. they? A lot more. Sort well, they, of, well, it was Watford. It was a goalkeeping error. Yeah, mm. indeed. You yeah, know, yeah. and that's one of those ones where you think, oh, you know, you could have maybe got a replay mm. or something. But mm. with Wigan, a lot of those players played against City last season, and as you said, Marcus, they just they did the same thing. They did but a I, job on them, and you know, having played them in the Capital One Cup as well, I guess that's almost a, a rehearsal, isn't it? They, Five nil, they were beaten. Yeah. Yeah. So they, 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 I guess they knew what to expect and, and how to tweak their tactics. And they didn't change. But what I would argue is they didn't change their um, tactics wholesale from what they played uh, the rest of the season. Wigan, they just mm. went at them, and they knew how much space does Sunderland have on the right hand yeah. side and the left hand side against uh, against them in the Capital Cup. I thought that I thought Wigan did the exact same thing. And, yeah. they did, and the, as you as you guys said a little bit earlier on, the three at the back I thought were really, really, a really 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 good I um, love tight three unit. The back, mate. I love yeah. mm. well, is that <laughs> giving everyone a blueprint? Uh, with which to use against City, having a having a back three, mm, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Only time will tell. But but they march on, and 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 the the cup specialists Sunderland they're out. Yeah, because the they were they just imploded. Catamount was what so was bad. Doing? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Jim, we we saw in the League Cup uh, final, <coughs> and uh, in the first half, Catamount was so good. He was man of the match first half, in my view. He was really, man of really the strong. Half. Yeah, he was really good, and and so organised and disciplined. And I think that it was because they weren't expected to win the game. They knew if they got through that game and through extra time, nil nil, <coughs> firefighting all the way, people would give them a lot of credit. Yeah. It was against Hull, and they got a chance to go into the semi final. They had to go out and do something, and that, it just didn't work out for Catamount. That final goal. Oh, it was yeah. just unbelievable. It was so so unprofessional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all, it almost felt like they'd accepted it by then, and it was just a case of seeing it out, which is why you know sloppiness creeps in and mistakes like that happen. Helping was, them along a bit. There was some terrible sloppy defending uh, at the back. Yeah. Uh, well, really well, that's kind of where most defending takes place. But uh, over why the weekend, it, why are short so should be defended from the front. Why are his shorts so high? Why are his shots so high? Because he slides in so much, they ride up. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that could be the reason. There were some great football celebrations this weekend, but goal celebrations, sorry, this weekend. Yeah, Myler, of Myler's course. Myler's was good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean is technically, you know, bearing in mind that, you know, Pardew's not had his rights read to him yet. He's not had the, um, the ban given to him so mm. I would argue that's contempt of court very right. much so, shut you know, your noise you think... <laughs> Pete he was merely moving the corner flag away with his head yeah. <laughs> he was trying to celebrate the corner flag was in his way yeah exactly yeah. that's what happens um, yeah I mean uh, Sonny Luco um, won a penalty and it was saved and so I think Sunderland uh, thought, well, here we go. We, yeah. It could be one of those afternoons, but it really wasn't. Curtis Davis. Went, Don't worry, I'll help you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Curtis <laughs> Davis, though, towering header. He's had a great... Well, Hull have had a good season, and he's had a great he one. He should be in the England squad. Do you think? Yeah. I don't think he should be in the team. Mm. Because obviously there's different, you know, you you got a lads play with people and Jack Eyre and Cahill have played, had the had the qualifying campaign together. But mm. there's no consi- there's no decent argument against Davis being in the squad. Mm. It's such a good season. He really has. And there's no, I mean, it's not as though we're blessed with a hundred hundred good centre backs. No. Yeah, you, know, you should definitely be in there for me. Five good centre backs, I'd take. Mm. Um, Two would be all right. Yeah, indeed. I mean, we've got to talk about a pitch invasion at the end. Um, Lovely scenes. It really was. <laughs> there was a guy who ran on who had uh, like a proper seventies do with sideburns. Who had, uh, I don't know, a two, three year old girl. I presume it's his in his arms, <laughs> running, <don't> running around, <laughs> <laughs> running around the pitch like trying to hug. Uh, was it El Mahamedi? And the, the girl was just looking quite bemused, wondering what on earth was going on. Mm. The fans were everywhere, and then they're very public kidnapping. 
Yeah, yeah. And then there was um, a couple of Hull fans in the goal mouth um, with the steward taking a photo of them. And I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> You're not going to encourage that sort of thing. Get involved. <laughs> That's the first semi final in the Cup since 1930. Yeah. Get involved. Well, I suppose so, yeah. Maybe they're off was, to Wembley. Maybe he was like a fun steward. Yeah. Just making clearly. sure everyone was, everyone started, was having a lovely it's time. It's stealthy. Well, this, yeah. They started, uh, they started playing uh, Happy by Pharrell Williams on the thing. Everyone was having a great time. <laughs> yeah. They're probably still there. Yeah. It just goes <laughs> to show you, I mean, if I I mean, we're having a lock-in. Southampton, Pochettino rested so many players for for his FA Cup game, and they eventually went out in quite a limp fashion. Mm. And you think, look at what you could have here. I know. Yeah, yeah. how good would it be to have a semi-final day out, a final day out, everything? Well, do you know what? Actually, I'm I'm kind of warming to the idea of the the semi-finals at Wembley. I know that's quite a controversial thing because people say the fi- it should just be the final. Because the final is usually contested with quite big teams, I suppose. And I guess yeah. if, you, if you're it gives a people more smarter, chance. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I, th- I like, I suppose if I was a fan, I'd like to think that um, you go down to Wembley and you think, oh, it was, it was a fantastic day, whatever, and we're, we're coming back. You know, yeah. Yeah. that's quite a nice <laughs> little thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a good thing from, I mean, I think a lot of people were slightly cynical about it because of the reason behind it, which is yeah. the financial which thing. Is, yeah. But I suppose when you look at it from the other point of view, a lot of players and teams and fans, and you get more tickets importantly, who wouldn't get a chance to go to Wembley as often, get a chance to go down. So, mm. How many times have uh, Hull beat Sunderland this season? Well, I'll tell you, it's three. Yeah. And they must be sick of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the Arsenal will be going to Wembley. Yeah. Back it's not the Champions League this time. No. Um, but they beat Everton 4-1. They played home games in the Champions League before, yeah, Jim. Long time ago. It was a disaster. Good season, yeah. that. Yeah. That was a really good season. It worked out well for them, yeah. yeah. Arsenal haven't had the best times of Wembley in recent seasons. No, recent well, we've not been there a lot. Uh, we've only been to the new Wembley twice. Mm. Um, there was that time where Abu Dhabi kicked John Terry in the face. That was good, apart from the result. So that was a black up for that yet? I don't. Th- no, I'm pretty sure that was at Wembley. I may be wrong. I thought that was at Cardiff. Um, either, either way, I mean, it's a good result against Birmingham. Everton. I'm thinking Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah. Yes, um, <laughs> that was not fun. Um, so Ozil got the first. He though. did get the first. Really calm finish. He, he, he had a blinding game. He was mm. excellent from start to finish. He got an assist as well. He tracked back a lot. He just, you know, he worked hard. Just, just got on with it. That was, that was good. Um, so yeah, Giroud as well, just absolutely clinical at the end. He's got 18 goals now for the mm. season, which is uh, which is good. He's sort of back to his head and his penis seem to be in the right place, which is <laughs> good. He, he did say he just wants to forget about everything that's happened. Yeah, mm. so that's, not, that's not how wank bang yeah. works. <laughs> what are you doing it for? Well, yeah. What are you doing it for then? On the, well, on the remember it. On the Ozil thing, do it. he um, has a wife. On the Ozil thing, the um, it's important for Arsenal fans to see. I think um, the way he reacted to the to the. Um, the problems he's had because not only at club level but international level he's had a tough time fans have been on his back <clears throat> certainly at international level it's his first season in a new country and um, he's adapting you know he's living here for the first time and, and, and what could happen is if he didn't have the strength of character he could disappear and, mm. and get his head down and find it really tough and, and it could end and it's not an exaggeration to say that it could end the wrong way for him he could he could angle for a move and he could yeah. go because it's easy to say oh it's not worked out for me and a lot of players these days at the top level can say that oh you know well I was really good in, in Spain mm. but it's not worked out for me they anymore. almost don't want to waste mm. a year in case it doesn't work out especially but I think, in the World Cup season as well, you know? yeah absolutely yeah. I, I think though, he's we, not doing that there's a lot of togetherness at Arsenal which will be helping um, and clearly has helped uh, as we'll get his head back together as well and it was just a strong performance I mean I think the scoreline is maybe a little bit flattering but then you know being ruthless is a big part of it, isn't it? And getting flattering scorelines is, is all a part, you know, a big part of being a top side. So, I mean, Arsenal were the obvious favourites now, so they've got to deal with that pressure as well. Because, you know, Wigan are... I don't, I, I don't think anyone would want to play them at the moment. They're on their own. 
Yeah, they're in really, they're in really good form. They can beat City. They can beat Arsenal, of course. I thought the Arsenal fourth goal was amazing. Yeah, yeah it was it's such one. a beauty of a goal. And and it was funny with the um, retaken penalty because I thought that mm. if he had missed that the second time. Mm. They were about to retake it again because Gile was way off his line. Like he came way off his line, and, it, and if and if a referee wants to be that sort of detailed with his decision making mm. in terms of encroachment, mm. you if, if you get a chance, have a look at it back. And I'm telling you now, Gile was about two, three yards off his line when the penalty was taken. That's that's against the rules as well. Mm. If you're going to go by that basis, you'll be taking penalties all day. Yeah, you know what it's I mean. Odd that Giroud was booked for encroachment as well. It seems very harsh. Mm. Yeah, Everton had the better of it for spells, did mm. they not? They They're a good side, way. though, aren't they? They're going to have Barkley had a chance. Anyway. Barkley played well, as he does. That's his thing, isn't it? That run, that run he did where he pulled the ball across. Yeah. that was an amazing piece of play. That he did, he did have a decent, decent chance. Mm. It's such a tricky one with uh, whether to take him to the World Cup or not, because I think the midfield, the race for the midfield uh, positions, is 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 the is the key one, isn't it? Mm. Do you know what I think? I think in terms of an international manager. I think sometimes, and this may well be the case this year with England, it's a lot easier for a manager to say, Do you know what, he's only young. Mm. And no one will question it. Yeah. The, the fact his age will come into it and he'll get away with not picking him if he doesn't want to. Um, and that's the easier decision to make because he's young and he won't, knows he won't get stick for it because he can say, oh yeah, his time will come. Mm. You know, and, and look what happened when Walcott took uh, Walcott. So Ericsson took Walcott. Wonder why he did. And of course, he, it was a strange decision. They didn't play him, and it was weird. But you could see what, how quickly they got on his back for doing mm, it. Mm. And so I think on that basis, he may not go. Well, I think the competition is so fierce. Yeah. That I think he won't go because others will get ahead, possibly on merit. I wonder if, with Jack Wilshire's injury, um, if there's any complications to that, and if his form, you know, continues to be inconsistent, or is maybe even patchier when he comes back, Barkley might get in ahead of him. Well, Barkley hasn't played 90 minutes for a long time. He doesn't play re- that regularly. Would he play probably. 90 minutes for England though? No, he wouldn't. Would he? Yeah. But on this form though, on current form, would Jack Wilshere even be a first choice for Arsenal? Uh, not, see, not with Ramsey fit. Yes, yeah, so you've got a, you've got a question that as well. They've Definitely. got a really really tough match in Bavaria. I was, I was surprised, <laughs> yeah, they do. I was surprised that um, they did win this match because I genuinely thought they were just going to rest players and just cut, you know, just not worry about this particular mm. result because they've got a, a, a season maker. It seems to be a hallmark tomorrow. of this Arsenal team though. Whereas before they would just collapse on all fronts. They're there's mm. a bit more strength now, and mm. it, it's it's great to see. Finished last season pretty well. I mean, admittedly, when the pressure was sort of off, but they finished season yeah, pretty well. Y- yeah, I mean, because fitness still comes into it and stuff mm. like that, you know. No, absolutely. Uh, and Sheffield United, League yeah. One, Sheffield United, incredible. They're in the semi-finals of the cup. They beat Charlton two nil. Um, it's just remarkable, isn't it? Because they're not that well placed in in uh, in League One at the moment. I mean, I think they've they've had a good run of late and. Uh, Safe from relegation for the time being, certainly. But I don't think there's any danger of them going up. And, and there they are in the semi-final of the cup, playing at Wembley, mm-hmm. where the, all the the nice thing is with the FA Cup this season is that you can't argue really that much that certain teams have had easy draws. Arsenal have had a tough draw. They yeah. play Spurs, they play Everton, Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool. Um, Sheffield United have beaten Premier League teams. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they're at Wigan about to beat Man City. Yeah. There's, everyone's, and of course you always earn your right to be there. But if you look, if I wanted to be ultra critical, if you look at Portsmouth when they won it in 2008, yeah. they only beat Man United at Old Trafford. Every other, mm. every, and that's obviously a big undertaking, mm. but that's a one-off game. All the other teams they beat were sort of lower. I mean, they, and they dominated them that game. Ah, there was, yeah, well, it should have been four or five. But, <laughs> but the, the other teams they played were pretty favourable. 
favourable fixtures. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play Cardiff in the final, of course, yeah. and, and that other stuff. So um, I know what you mean. But these teams have actually really earned their right to be there, and you can't really argue with Arsenal's performance in the FA Cup so far. They've been really good. Well, and Sheffield United will fancy it because they're against Hull. Mm. And so uh, that, that Flynn uh, plays like he plays like in that well, match. Yeah. Like, brilliant. What about Brayford? Um, oh, what a beard. With his beard. Don't, let's yeah. not even talk about the goal. No. <laughs> no point. Just a- aesthetics. That goal, goals come and go. That beard was lived long in the animal. <laughs> <laughs> but the great thing is, though, is that all four teams will fancy their chances in their semi- in the semi-finals. Obviously, Arsenal will because they're by far mm-hmm. the best team but in the competition. We, can Wigan? I mean, could there possibly be a result to give them more confidence? Yeah, beating City yeah. at home. Exactly. Sheffield United have won nine in a row. Well, this is it. Yeah, so Hull will be thinking, well, we're playing a League One side. Yeah. But Sheffield United think, well, actually, we we played. Was it Villa and Fulham? Yeah, they've both those out. teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. both those teams. So why and, not? You know, and United seem to like to counterattack a lot. Will they get that from Hull? Or that's my that's my question. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's my worry. Well, yeah, Sheffield United beat Villa at Villa Park as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. This could be the greatest FA Cup of all time, ladies and gentlemen. Apart from two thousand eight. Apart from that one. <laughs> um, but we've got to talk about Premier League as well um, before we yeah. fly off around the world. Uh, Cardiff uh, have pretty much condemned Fulham to the Championship, have they not? Uh, I think a series of managers have condemned Fulham to the Championship. <laughs> <laughs> I think a series of poor results. Do you think so? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, that you say that, and the Premier League is like this this season. We've thought that. I know it's getting on for a late stage in the season now, but they're only four points from safety. Yeah, uh, yeah but Sunderland have got three stuff. games in hand, I think. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be Sunderland. It doesn't yeah. have to be Sunderland. That's it's the battle West for mediocrity. Brom, West Brom have four games all season. They are terrible. Right? <laughs> Cardiff are pretty terrible despite the win they had. Mm. Yeah, the, the league table is so close that they, it's not over yet. Oh, I'm, I'm afraid I can't see any. I, I hope they go down. I hope there's a fire sale because I really fancy Holtby. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, he's only on loan. You might get him yeah, anyway. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. I mean, maybe they were just exhausted from their like SAS drills yeah. that they had to do under McGap. But um, McGap was slating him in the post-match interview. Of course he was. Yeah, did you see his glasses? His yeah. Fulham glasses. Yeah. Maybe he's just sort of. There's something about Fulham where whoever you are, however much of a disciplinarian you are, you get there and it's just party time. <laughs> and <laughs> and I got some novelty glasses. And this disciplinarian status is even more unsettling because if you didn't know, you'd think he was like the guy who organises the kids' parties in the club shop. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like a jolly man. Yeah, he does. Yeah, with, with that sort. Of glasses thing going on until wow. he turns it with a blow torch oh, yeah. <laughs> run you will run now oh, <laughs> uh, can uh, fingers be melted yes yes they can <laughs> I will melt you down and turn you into a new player <laughs> I will pile you into the mould of Eric Cantona <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're in real trouble, they are. And, and you know that you're in real trouble when the third goal is a comedy-owned goal. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's a real shame for him. <laughs> and when Stephen Corker scores twice against you. Mm. Good player, though, Corker. Yeah, know, but... Not a goal know, No, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> not, Stecklen, not, not a Corker. Stecklenburg played in a World Cup final not that long it's ago. Kind of crazy, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> Fulham have had... You know, they've had some decent keepers in their time, though. They've punched above their weight with goalkeepers. They have. Done. They have Punching done. me in the problem, I imagine. That <laughs> is one of them. Um, what about Manchester United? today. Whoa, hey, turn the screw. They're back on form. That's the Manchester United we uh, all know and love. Against um, West Brom. Yeah, against West Brom. <laughs> um, but it was a little bit more like it from Manchester United, you've got to yeah. say. Although Last Van Persie... Yeah, he wasn't great. The now, shadow he, of Van Persie. I mean, he did, he did hey. win the ball, so you can argue yeah, that it perhaps wasn't a foul. Not sure. But it was blown for a foul. Mm. And he yeah. should have been uh, given a second yellow. The referee pointed to the touchline and Van Persie didn't no, he was being substituted. That's the ego of that man. <laughs> going, he he get really annoyed about it as well, didn't he? Yeah. Apparently, Moyes claims he told him that he'd sub him off um, during the game, before the game, because he'd played 90 minutes for Holland. But um, 
Well, you don't. Yeah. I mean, no player really worth their salt likes to be dragged off. No, of course. But he had twenty-five touches in the game. Was, he was poor, I thought. And 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 well, he should have been sent off, should he not? Yes, he I should, agree. Yeah, because if the refs yeah. blown for it, obviously yeah. he's seen it as a foul rather I than th- him winning the ball. So why has he bottled the decision then? I don't want to be too cynical about it, but you think that if a West Brom player had done that, mm. did that he would be sent off. And yeah, there's no question about that. Wasn't there a point as well where Rooney and Van Persie actually ran into each other, which kind yeah. of does validate Van Persie's points from a few weeks ago that players are playing in his space. Yeah, but did they have pots on their head though? No, when they sort of head. <laughs> um, <laughs> but according to Opta Joe, uh, Rooney became the first player in Premier League history to achieve double figures for goals and assists in five seasons. People are very critical for Rooney and for, for Rooney, uh, Rooney's England performances as well. But don't think know, anyone's doubting his talent, though. You know, it's just it... well, there is, uh, I think for England, they're in, they're doubting his inclusion. But I mean, he's in, oh he's come on, he's, he's got to go. I think it, I think it, That's could, no, no, I think I think should he be started because does he hold up England's place slightly? Blah 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 blah. There may be an argument for that, but let's not base that on twenty minutes of football in a friendly Absolutely against Denmark not. at Wembley. No. I think that the other thing at the other end of the pitch, obviously they kept a clean sheet United and they played with Smalling and Jones and people are raving a bit about it and stuff. And I don't want to get on their backs, they're still both quite young players and stuff. Mm. But I mean, they're playing Liverpool mm. soon. Well, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if Moyes has got the uh, the front to play them at the back together, uh, oh, we might have to, but if he has, mm. then we'll see how good they are because West Brom have won four games all year. They're terrible. They, they score. To be fair, they score a few goals compared to the other teams around them. But... They're not. I mean, they aren't really threatening, are they? Yeah. Mel looks weird, in trouble already. Yeah, do you think it's a not weird a game yet. They've got all right players, haven't they? Do you yeah. think? I think their players are okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's been that they were playing above themselves for a long time, or, or there's yeah. just something there has gone stale. Maybe they shouldn't I mean, have I'd got guess, rid of Steve Clark. Maybe not. But they're, they're a team. You wonder what their ambition is. You wonder what their uh, ambition is the wrong word, but what their goal is at the start of the season. Do they know? It, it, at the moment, it looks like stay up will probably be all right. There's, you know, it doesn't look like they've got a collective. Goal that they're all but Jim, striving that, that wasn't their goal at the start of the season. Well, absolutely not. But they seem to have settled for that. I don't think they spent a day out of the top ten last season. Weird. Yeah, but it's typical of West Brom, isn't it? They were a yo-yo club for a long time, and now it seems to be happening again, just over a sort of longer period. I think they could go. I think they could go. I really mm. do. Is, is Pepe Mel's kind of uh, debut in the Premier League the most underwhelming English? Debut. Whatever, I don't think, I think. I don't think many be. football fans would even better pick him out of a lineup. I think you're yeah. right there, Pete. I think he, even I, in he, interviews, he's just it's not very interesting. Mm. But, but I just like he, he never managed in, in, in this league before. But I just think it's a, above him. I just I just think he really manages. Uh, yeah, he's, he's really not settled in at all. He's not an operator, is he? I don't it, know. Is, it is defence. I mean, so it's a difficult situation to come into. Though, isn't mm. it? Yeah. No, but I know what you mean. But there doesn't seem to be any. If he went tomorrow, would the West Brom fans be up in arms? Would they even notice? Would they notice? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Chelsea beat Spurs for nil. I was at the game, and uh, it, was, it wasn't shown on the highlights, but Spurs were the better side for 55 minutes. Now, I hope they've beaten 4 nil. yes, I understand that. But um, I, they've, they've had a lot of criticism, and, and that's for obvious reasons, because they gifted um, Chelsea, well, at, at least three of those goals. But Sherwood um, has been very critical of his own side, but he actually had a bit of a tinker with the formation. I mean, at times, they were playing a 4-3-3 with, with Aaron Lennon up the middle and Adebayor covering one of the full-backs. Hmm. And then Carl um, uh, Walker was playing in front of, of, of Norton yeah. in a sort of right-wing position, maybe to cover you know, Chelsea's... Norton's not very good. Yeah, well, to cover Chelsea's attacking threat. <laughs> but, but whatever you know, Sherwood did, there was a, they, they, they eventually kind of got a more... 
traditional shape of what you'd imagine Spurs to have after about 20, 25 minutes. But it, but it worked, actually. It worked very it's, well. It's the manner of a defeat, isn't it? That no, group it, of players. Well, before that happened, though, it's, it's worth saying that Spurs had more of the ball and they had the better chances. And Bentelab had a really good chance in the first half and he completely fluffed it. It wasn't shown on the highlights, surprisingly. But when they gifted Chelsea that goal, this is the worry for Spurs, is, is they just didn't have any kind of uh, grit and determination. They gifted Chelsea a goal. It was a harsh sending off. The, the sending off completely went mm. against them. Well, it's, the, it's that silly rule, isn't it? It needs to change. No, but I didn't think it was a foul. But you'll get a bad... I think... But the two goals they gave, but I mean, they gave. You can't control the the occasion. (laughs) Look, whether you want to talk about Chelsea get good decisions, Chelsea time waste, and Chelsea do this under Mourinho or not, that's a slightly different argument. Mm. The fact of the matter is, in this league, the same as in the other league, you're going to get bad decisions. Mm. It's as simple as that. And and um, we said this earlier in the season when they're under Vias Boas and they got beat five instead of two or whatever. Yeah. If you lose 4-0 in that manner, and mm. if, I didn't see the game but if, as, if you said right, they started off very well, you've got to question integrity and the moral fibre of those players mm. and how and, and how they apply themselves and, and I, thought, I, I thought Sherwood spoke, I'm not really a big fan of Sherwood I've said this before and I'm still not really a big fan Origile. of Origile. No, exactly that's part of it um, but, <laughs> but it's because I didn't think he was acting when he, when he spoke after the game, the same way you would see Redknapp, for example, how he read that pipe up about blaming players and all that yeah. stuff. He, he sort of, Redknapp seems a lot more savvy, he knows what he's doing. Well, Sherwood was actually quite honest. And he said, and, and of course, he'll probably be gone this summer. Mm. But his life doesn't end this summer. He's, mm. He probably wants another management job. You know, so yeah. the better he does with Spurs now, mm. the better job he's going to get. Mm-hmm. And for him to see the players collapse like that, of course it's going to undermine their confidence to, um, to to speak of them in that way. But maybe he's tried everything else. Maybe he's tried arm around the shoulder and, and oh, come on, you can do better. Maybe they need mm. a rock what, up their arse. Well, well I, you know, Chelsea are an absolute beast at home. A good though. team, yeah, of course. So it's, I mean, <laughs> they are, but I think that, I think the issue is is bigger than Spurs players or Sherwood here. I think it's the club. I think of course. He, he made a good agree. point. He said the silence from the board is deafening, isn't mm. it? It's up, it's up to Daniel. I don't know whether he was at the game or not. Maybe he was travelling. I mean, they haven't got a clue what they're doing. I mean, that's, that's big talk, isn't that, it? Really? That is very big but talk. I would also say is that you know, for better or worse, Levy's kind of put out 110 million or something mm. in the summer for like eight players or something. Can you remember the last time more than two of those players were seen on a, on a football field yeah. together? Yeah. The players that came in are not getting used. They're either not good enough or their heads head mm. aren't right. Their, mm. their legs certainly aren't because a lot of them are injured. But it just seems bizarre <laughs> that um, all that bill money has been for f all really. Do you not also think it's a really weird notion to suggest that you can get rid of a big player? bring in all these other players at the same time, most of which haven't played in the Premier League before, if not all of them, mm. and expect to get fourth place. And yeah. you still parrot on about fourth place when you've got no strategy, no long-term vision for the club other than, oh, we're going to do this now, mm. and then, this, oh, we're going to sack well, it, we're going to do this. I rate Sherwood higher than I, than I did, uh, you know, a couple of months ago. He had the best, what, what was the record, the best, Ten first games as a Spurs manager ever. Yeah. He's made. That's, he's, not, that's not the mark of a good manager. The first ten matches. I, I really don't no, believe that. No, but I think. But he took over in in slightly tricky circumstances, yeah, and that's over. a yeah. that's a great record to have. Mm. Um, and I, I, you know, like I say, it was interesting what he did tactically at Stamford Bridge, and it was working. But then it all just went to put. And, so maybe uh, he was frustrated because he thought I've actually worked this worked this out as a yeah. and they've and they've and their individual errors through concentration and not applying themselves mm. properly has let me down. And you can understand this frustration. But from what he's saying as well about the board, y- yes, this could be Sherwood piping up too much, but and and getting above his station and 
you know, he'll soon be gone and then another man comes in and we go, oh, OK, that's what they were doing. But I'm afraid that the, the previous at that club it doesn't suggest that and, and perhaps he's maybe the only one trying to get... The ironic thing being that if they weren't so hapless at board level, Cheryl would have never got the nod in the <laughs> They sacked Piaz Buzz about any idea what they were going to do next. Mm, yeah. well, you, you, get, you get the feeling that Levy will, will want to bring in a big ticket manager again who will again. have big money tests you know yeah. but at least show would be able, would be able to operate in a slightly more um you know a slightly smaller budget i think i think give him another season yeah. I, they're not they're not going to probably not going to get champions league uh, this season so just you know regroup try and learn which players want to stay at the club which mm. players want to play for uh, tim sherwood and, and and have another crack at it next year the problem I think, is that might be none yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think i think sherwood, I think it will. sherwood will be very employable though of course if, he will. There's uh, talk about, I think there's talk of him going to Swindon. Apparently he's uh, big pals with the uh, owner of Swindon. Well, mm. it's even yeah. higher than that, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, uh, right, let's, uh, let's go to uh, the, <laughs> the championship where QPR play. Blackburn won, Burnley 2, the big derby. Wonderful the big stuff. derby uh, was won by Burnley for the first time since 1979. Blackburn threw a cock onto the field again, didn't, didn't they? they? Yeah, with a, with a sign on it at protest at Venkis. Retro. Oh, okay. It's been a while since yeah. we've seen that. Like it, like from it. my memory. Um, what else happened in the championship? Danny Graham scored Middlesbrough's first goal in eight matches. Eight matches. Wow. Blimey, Middlesbrough. Mm. They got there in the end, so they won 2 0. And Brian McDermott had another terrible day. Leeds lost at home to 17th place Bolton Wanderers. Mm. 5 1. Spanked. <laughs> they keep getting home. spanked at home. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that Italian bloke had a. Had a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'd love to distance myself from that comment. Well, the, <laughs> McDermott's not having a great. Uh, no, that's true. Well, the great thing time. is, you, you fire someone and then bring them back again. It sort of undermines them. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> funny that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I'm only joking, Leeds fans. I do. We do like McDermott, but yeah, yeah we, we, we feel it fear. Like a nice chat. We feel fear. It's not mm. going too well. Um, right, there was an incredible story from League One um, last week. Bristol City. Um, they, they won on the weekend, three-two away to uh, Shrewsbury. They've moved three points clear of the, of the relegation. So the one last uh, week at home, 2-1 against Gillingham. And th- this was really quite something. Mark Saunders, a lifelong Bristol City fan, he's suffering from lung cancer and has days to live... T- t- sounds horrible, but he may not still be here. Um, uh, but, but this is the story that came out... Um, only a few days ago, and he was in, invited by the club to uh, the players' changing room to meet the team. And he went actually a step further after getting permission from manager Steve Cottrell. He gave the players a team talk of quite a different kind. Um, so he's a guy with very little time on, the, on this planet left. And he said that uh, the players' recent efforts hadn't been good enough, that they, they lived privileged lives with flash cars and huge wages and whatnot, and he, they needed to give the fans something back, better performances, more hard-working uh, performances. And he told them that this would most likely be the last time he'd get to see his beloved team play. And, and they won 2-1, but... They won 3-2, didn't 3-2, yeah. They beat Shrewsbury 3-2. They did, but yeah. the home game that when he was in the changing room oh, against Gillian, oh, sorry, okay. that was 2-1. And... Uh, we, Amazing you know, story, a lot of people mm. um, moan about footballers' wages and all the rest of it, and I'm sure they probably don't aim that at Bristol City players because they're not on the astronomical wages and whatnot of uh, of the Premier League stars. But it's not just the wages; it's we've already touched on it on this show. You know, sometimes integrity of, of the players maybe not trying and whatnot. To have that um, put in front of you, a that, team yeah. talk from 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 that. Uh, from a, I'm, from I'm a not sure. I'm not sure I'll be able to put any sort of performance after seeing that. Well, yeah, There's yeah, nothing more chilling than seeing a man. If you see the pictures, he's walking about and he's talking. Like yeah, that, yeah. They, they had a similar. Um, yeah. I think it was, it was it a Dutch club. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. yeah. like a lap, lap, of the, lap of the stadium. There's nothing more chilling than seeing like a man or a woman in, in late stage of uh, cancer 
being able to walk around knowing full well that he'll be, he'll be dead next mm. week or the week after. There's yeah. nothing more yeah. The final thing was, was a nice touch because they, they he, I think he was, he, they agreed he could see the players and come to the stadium and stuff. When he got to the stadium, they'd arrange for a lot of thousands of fans to be cheering his name and stuff. Yeah. It was quite a nice, uh, mm. quite yeah. nice touch. So, yeah, absolutely. OK, it's time to uh, to go abroad. Let's go to La Liga. Uh, Atletico Madrid, they beat Celta Vigo 2-0. David Villa with a double. They're one point above Barca now. Barca in a loss. Back on, yeah. back on. Yeah. My goodness, they did. Um, Real Madrid... Pelters from the press as well, Barca. Apparently, they was writing off their title challenge. Well, they, they lost away to Valladolid. They're still... Um, Atletico are still three points behind Madrid. They beat um, uh, Levante. But Madrid, have, they've got a Clasico coming up against Barcelona. Mm. It is at the Bernabeu. Good chance to put some distance between them. Yeah. Yeah, but Atleta, they've already caught one. Can they catch the other? <laughs> we David. know Atletico Madrid, and we know that the answer is no. But, but <laughs> oh, let's wish them the okay, best. Jim, I'll remember that <laughs> on the end of the season. Well, they had a bit of a wobble, didn't they, um, old uh, Atletico? And it's good to get back in. Yeah, that's right. Form again, that's they, right. They obviously uh, drew against Real Madrid, which is a decent enough result. But they were at home. Yeah, it's a shame they couldn't quite. They lost yeah. before that quite handily, didn't they? And David Villa's goals were both quite good as well. Yeah, well He's done. He's got five and seven now, David Villa. Well done, well done, Davy Vills. <laughs> now, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, he scored. Oh, this was uh, international football. He scored his 49th goal for uh, for Portugal, becoming their top scorer. 49 goals and 110 appearances. But according to, to to Big Ronnie, he said, uh, "I don't worry about breaking records. You do. Um, it's, yeah, it's something that ha- you think about. It's something that happens naturally, with <laughs> lots of dedication." <laughs> he probably wasn't even asked about all sorts of contradictions yeah, in that yeah. little uh, sentence there. But well done, though. Forty nine goals. Forty nine goals. Robbie Keane's not interested. Mm. Nah. Smelter's friend. It's as, um, as, as many as Bobby Charlton scored for England. Is that right? Mm, Forty nine. My goodness. Gary Lenker, Forty eight. No way. Correct. Oh, um, let's go to Vietnam. David Nugent won. Yeah. Let's go to Vietnam, Jim. <laughs> okay. I've already been. Um, uh, Tran Dinh Dong. Tran Dinh Dong, the Vietnam international defender. I don't think you need to point that out. As <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, He's been given a record ban. 28 games after breaking an opposing player's leg in a match. Now, before I saw this, I thought, oh, my goodness, this must be sort of Roy Keane, Alfinger Haaland-esque. It's it's a horrendous challenge. Of course, it is. He broke the bloke's leg, but it's one of those two footers which you see like every now and then, mm. and you realise when a man is, is, suffers a horrendous injury, why they there's, it, there's yeah. blooming red cards dished out for that yeah. kind of behaviour. And if someone goes anywhere near approaching that kind of challenge, it's it's clamped down upon. Mm. So there you go, ladies. It's and quite gentlemen. funny. I think I'm right in saying that um, in French football. They dish out the bands depending, sometimes depending on the severity of the injury. Okay, wow. Which, which to me seems a bit sort of counterintuitive because surely the principle of it should be the same. Unless yeah. you're a surgeon, you're really good at doing horrific ta- challenges yeah. that only bruise. Yeah, <laughs> like some sort of like uh, abusive policeman or something. Yeah, you know, where they hit someone of... with a trunk yeah. so it doesn't come up in a bruise. Yeah. Battery in a sock. And I, f- I thought that's what I, f- I find that quite strange. I'd like to see it quite uniform across the board, really. So I wondered mm. if this was because he got particularly bad his career right, or something okay. like that. I like the way that he actually does the challenge. He goes down himself. He goes, oh, oh yeah, that, does, yeah. that hurt me more than I yeah. realised. That'll oh. get me a couple of games off. <laughs> Maybe he's actually injured for 28 games. Or they're going to injure him for 28 games. There you go. Corporal punishment. I mean, effectively... It's like an eye for an eye. They bring yeah, it to break his leg. He, he dished out his own... take a femur out or something. <laughs> 
He dished out his own like six month ban to the player anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. I've had enough of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to Brazil to finish the main bit of the show. Atletico Mineiro um, fined Ronaldinho for being late to training. <laughs> this was because he was filmed for all the world to see rapping and dancing with a group of chaps on a float at Carnival. We talked about Ronaldo last week on his float. The Ronaldinho quote makes me think he was very sorry. What a carnival. <laughs> I love this place. My heart beats so hard for this party. I'm done. <laughs> Sorry, is that it's your apology? Your written apology? He's just happy to take it. Just happy to take the van. If anything, he probably needs some time to recover. Yeah, just, so he's just, delighted. It's just what, what a carnival. I'm struggling to think of more than two, personally. What a, this is what, one of the best examples of a carnival. <laughs> to be fair, though, Pete, it is. It is. Yes. It's the best yeah, one. I was going to say. Best one. It's definitely top three because there are only three. I think they, I think they consider each each place in each carnival in each city to be a carnival on its own. So okay, that'll be right. Okay. <laughs> so there's not Chippersfield Chipperfield uh, Carnival on the on the old headland. Pete, I'm being That's serious. That's an up and coming carnival, but <laughs> Pete, it's not as good yet. I'm being serious. One year, my hometown, Gosport, had a carnival and let loose with a headline act. And this wasn't oh. in the, this wasn't in their pomp. Crazy. <laughs> what, crazy this is for like you. Yeah. last year. Well, a couple of years ago or something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Their song "Crazy" was just something else. I think it's called "Crazy for You." No? Is it "Crazy for You"? Very good tune. Yeah. Wild yeah, arenas. One more story from Brazil before we go. Last month, uh, Atletico Paranaense played a top-flight match on TV. There's a reason why I've said that. Um, and the watching masses uh, saw a rabbit run onto the pitch and settle in one of the goal mouths. Quite odd. Quite mm. odd behaviour. Mm. I mean, can you imagine a Premier League match where that happens? Probably not. But uh, Atletico officials have therefore come out and said that um, the well-known local rabbit, Ozir, will be monitored in a hutch uh, to make <laughs> sure this doesn't happen again. So he keeps doing this. <laughs> it's not necessary, is it? In 2010, they were what classified... What have been doing that he's well-known? In 2010, <laughs> they were classified as the ninth biggest football club in Brazil. I mean, can you imagine, like, Newcastle... Do- <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey! Good, right. You're, you're going on the list. Oh, dear. We've got a monitor monitor it in a hutch. Yeah, no, yeah. just stick lock, it in its lock hutch. Lock it in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I need time. a guard. Time for Pete's game. It is time for Pete's game. And uh, thank you to Owen Lewis for this particular suggestion well, of the name. Uh, I'm a Ricky Lambert celebrity. Get me out of here. Wow. Yeah. I've withdraw that well done. <laughs> I don't even get it. Yeah. I'm it's Ricky Lambert celebrate, isn't it? Yeah. I'm a Ricky oh. Lambert celebrity. Get me out of here. If you are going oh, to submit a name to I don't this. even know if I'm going to try this <laughs> week. <laughs> But the person who came up with the uh, questions is the slightly more professional Joe Deasy. So Deasy does it. Thank Isn't you very even much. your game anymore. <laughs> no, no it's, you're, you've given oh it back to God. the people. Right, you're outsourcing you to, for got, both the name and the clues. Are you going to get <laughs> someone else in to read it? I'm out shagging every night. Then. <laughs> oh, I knew you, want, coming. you want it again? I'm out shagging every night. Then. <laughs> Oh, very good. Uh, all right. Oh. Oh. I look forward to this week on Twitter. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, let's start again. I'm out shagging Luke. every night. <laughs> Shut up. Right, question uh, one. Who needs context? Question one. Yeah. Was, you, were quoting, uh, you were quoting Brentway, or are you yeah. quoting somebody? No, he was, was just talking quoting, naturally, was, being himself. Just, I wasn't regaling I was, of what I was he's asking like. him what he's up to this week. Right. Yeah. I was indeed, as usual, quoting David Brown. Don't worry up, about that. What yeah. are you up to this week? Damn it all. Damn it. I'm out shagging every night. There yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Never mind. I never really thought up until this stage that <laughs> quoting David Brent or Alan Partridge could be taken out of context <laughs> and made to look like I actually meant it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm out shagging every night, mate. <laughs> 
Oh, dear. Right, OK. The first uh, clue oh. for today's game. Thank you to Joe Deasy for this one. I was born 14th of May, 1984, in Croydon, South London. 1984? 84, very young. Mm. <laughs> so he's... Southwick, 29, Yeah, OK, mm. right. Uh, I have played midfielder for uh, West Ham United, <laughs> Aston Villa, Bolton Wanderers and have switched down. I've played Stop. midfielder? I don't know. That's what it said on the thing. Stop. Fabrice Mwamba. No, it's not Fabrice Mwamba. I captained England's uh, under-21 team in the 2007 UEFA under-21 championship Stop. and missed a penalty. Rio Coca. Nigel Rio Coca. Nigel Rio Coca. Oh, well well good done. work. Good work. Thanks, gang. Well, well done. Done. I don't like the younger ones. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus is out burning up every week. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Luke. Yeah. Hello. Reeves. Uh, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, correspondence. Yes, correspondence. Yeah. This is the part I traditionally do. So I thought I'd do it again. <laughs> uh, the question of the week this week was, uh, there were some good celebrations this weekend. We didn't talk about Sam Redetto's old man yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, thing, and his cheating. <laughs> sort of over that. Um, but even when I play cards, the older people get with cards, they cheat more, don't they? Maybe it's the same with football. Yeah, I've got a lot of respect for the, for the elderly. As do I. I let them cheat, <laughs> it's line, fine. Actually. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I said that yeah, there were good, some good celebrations this weekend. If you scored an important goal for the team you support, how would you celebrate? Um, so Kevin Anderson, I think he's tweeted him before. He said, uh, I'd probably immediately tweet about my goal and see how many retweets I got. <laughs> it sort of reminded me of Darren Bent. And then I sort of got thinking about how Darren Bent was the only footballer on Twitter for a while. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. And he loved it. He had his hashtag on his, or his uh, handle on his boots, didn't I he? I think he even had the Twitter logo on his boot did, yeah. as well. Yeah. Which wow. seems very twee now, That's against it? copyright. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's what's on your mind. Put him in prison. Yeah, mm. um... You guys, Jim, you're a special like this one from Disco 77. I would run to the centre circle and then perform the Hulk Hogan hand-to-ear wave at each side of the stadium. (laughs) I can't believe that's not been done. Because Hogan is massive. It has been for years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't believe that's um, that's not been done. And Andrew Wright on the Facebook says, I wouldn't out of respect celebrate just to guarantee a mention by Marcus on the ramble. (laughs) Good, good. Well Um, Well, you got one now, in a way. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. This one, this is quite, quite quite a twee one. From Jimmy Mox said, I'd buy a match day program as a memento and probably keep it safe in a sealed Tupperware box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tupperware box? This yeah. is a strange version for um, Richard Cook on Facebook, run into the stand and punch the chairman. Uh, brackets Blackpool van. <laughs> Just so we know what chairman is specifically. Okay, right, right. right. <laughs> I was yeah. say, did that happen at Blackpool? I missed that. <laughs> Here's one. I would run around the pitch showing off the top of my boxer shorts with the slogan hashtag dare to Angus and FIFA can get to fuck. I won't rely on a betting company <laughs> to pay my fine. I'll pay it myself because. I am Angus. Yeah. Especially if he played for Aberdeen, that would be very good, wouldn't it? Thanks for that, Angus. Cheers, Angus. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Aberdeen, Angus. Please don't tweet again. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Facebook, so the joke's on you. Oh, what? Um, <laughs> Tim Vandenhoek says, My teammates would form a human trebuchet and launch me into the way end, destroying all naysayers. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Wow. I worry about some of our... I mean, I always have worried about some of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've come out of the woodwork quite You've given them though. an outlet, though, yeah. Mm. Morgan Davis on the t- on the Twitter against Wigan. I do a Goran Ivanisevic and climb up through the crowd to break Dave Whelan's other leg. Would he wow. go down to the boxer shorts? That's what Ivanisevic did. He, he did. He, um, did he? <clears throat> yeah, he took it. He, did he not start stripping? I'm not off? sure. Maybe. Yeah, okay. maybe he did. In my mind. Um, <laughs> here's a lovely blast from the past that you're going to love. You're all going to love this, yeah. especially you, Marcus. I get John Pantsil over. Ah, climb on his back and riding around the pitch like a noble steed in a lap yes. of honour. Nice. Yes, yes. Yeah. He's playing in South Africa now. I think John Pantsil. Is he really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I will finish off with this one. Um, Patrick Sellier, snort real cocaine. 
Wow, Fair that's enough. a solution for everything. In the reference to Robbie, Robbie Fowler. Fowler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think he might have said Robbie Fowler don't know shit or something like that at the end. But <laughs> okay. cut that a bit off. No, don't it's put that. Funny. It's not very. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's it from the correspondence. More like next week. There mm. you go. There you bloody go. Uh, <laughs> but that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you want to tweet us, and it's at Football Ramble. Uh, the uh, email address is uh, show at thefootballramble.com. Of course, the website is thefootballramble.com. I think um, there's some. Is there a Hard Renard video up there? It might be, yeah. I think, I think there be. might be one. I think in your eyes... There's always a Harvard and On every internet site ever, there's a Harvard and <laughs> yeah. video. Basically, get yourself Play. to the website. There's some, there's some marvellous stuff There's some Harvard and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Isn't, there a bit on the, isn't there a video where he's shouting at French at one of his players, as he would No, do. he says, go get Baldy. And, he, and it translates to, go get Baldy. Yeah, that's right, because <laughs> um, I think it was um, Raggy, the, the Monaco player. Berbatov scored for Monaco, incidentally, at the weekend. Mm. Um, he, uh, he, he thought he kicked one of his players, and then he, his other player got sent off, and he's on the touchline going, get Baldy! Get Baldy! It's <laughs> <Get> <laughs> great, isn't it? <laughs> I saw, um, I once saw, it was at Pombe and I forget who they're playing, and, and Portsmouth conceded a goal. And the guy who scored it wow. gave the cheeky two fingers up to one to the goalkeeper, right? Yeah. And the other one Friday style. Oh yeah. And I saw as the defender I forget the defender was as well now, it's a bit of a rubbish story. He went back and got the ball and he looked to the other defender who was known as being a bit of a hard man and just went, Oi like pointed at him, eyes on him, <laughs> get him, like get him. Yeah. <laughs> it was proper Sunday league stuff, and I remember thinking, "We're a championship club. Come on, <laughs> this, is, this is embarrassing." Can we talk about your? Uh, that, was it a Facebook find? You found that um, that crazy um, man who wanted to start a one man firm or, oh, jo- yeah. or start his own this? firm. Uh, Luke emailed me over, uh, uh, texted me over the over the. Um, I think I found weekend. it from like a Twitter um, a Twitter. Uh, account that finds right. like, funny football fans, something like that I forget, right, okay. but it's very funny. And it was this, this kind of older chap. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was I, too I, old to be doing I this. Can put, I can put out his name, but I'm not going to. He says, basically, it's just um, he's posting on um, a, a page on Facebook called The Real 80s Casuals with oh, five um, exclamation marks. Alright, lads, Leeds fan looking for a good old-fashioned scrap at upcoming games. <laughs> First one will hopefully be at the home game against Bolton. Leeds fans contact me in joining the Leeds firm. Hopefully, hopefully the white lads, but name's still a working pro progress and anyone is welcome to fight us especially the Bolton lot get in touch <laughs> private message me for details MRT the white nothing, lads can I just be oh the first my. to say there's absolutely nothing homoerotic about that <laughs> it, 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 reads, it reads like a Lou Reed lyric doesn't it a yeah. man like a twink visiting New York for the yeah. first time I hope I have sex with a man <laughs> oh my goodness. I really want to have sex play oh. walk of the wild on loop <laughs> oh I didn't want to fight me oh. you can imagine uh, uh, Brian McDermott getting a punch though in the cross Brian, I don't would have seen that poster gone worse than my life. Dear, oh dear. Um, uh, Pete, uh, any absolute radio? Yes, there is. There's an absolute radio football match. Not an absolute radio football match. That would be mental. But yeah. there's a, a poor standard. There is a very <laughs> rude right he plays. So there you go. Yeah. Very uh, poor standard. Ooh, Second ooh, top Arsenal rude. scorer. Yeah. Yeah, his knees are shot to bits. You, Marcus, Dean back Windows, me up on this. What? His knees are shot to bits. I think it's his ankles that are. Oh, it's his ankles. Sorry, yeah. he still got it though. Yeah. Still got it. You never, you never lose it. Wasn't he? Tra- wasn't he training in Crystal Palace for quite a while? We're still on. Teaching him. We're still on. When has that ever stopped us before? Jesus Christ. Sorry. Yeah, there is going to be a match taking place in the Barclays Premier League, which Absolute Radio will be covering and indeed following Clark Carlisle in the commentary box. Proudfoot, it's going to be Fulham versus Newcastle. Oh, hey, there you go. Um, say goodbye, Pete. What are you up to this this week? I'm out shagging every night, me. <laughs> no, Luke, we'll get you in a minute. Pete, what are you up to? I'm out shagging every night. Pete, me. Luke, look, seriously. <laughs> I'm out shagging every night. <laughs> look, we know Stop what you're doing, it. okay? Oh, honestly, Jiminy Cook, because you were doing that joke, I've forgotten that I can speak. <laughs> <laughs>
you want me back next week or just want to use that? <laughs> just use that if you want. We'll make a soundboard for you. Oh, here. dear. Right. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Luke. Now do it. No. Now goodbye. It. <laughs> I'm out of second every night. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.